the mellow vibe welcome to another edition of the houston round ball review presents folks talking sports i saw my man brother willie gibson there salute to my brothers they got the cups in hand but they don't have one of these which they have no not yet not yet yes Oh, Willie Gibson looks like a—he <clears throat> looks like a football head coach there for a second. The, yeah, the Houston yeah, Ron Bar Review <laughs> Houston Ron Bar Review merch. One side got the logo. Other side references the media group, Houston Ron Bar Review media group, and the shows. One day, I got to get that zoomed in. There you go, right there. At Max Corner, folks talking sports. Looks like Houston Rockets and more. Get yours, folks. So, yep, salute. I am KG Chris Gardner, owner of the Houston Round Bar Review. Local name, Global Perspective. Joining me is Andy Yanez from Paul Slamajama and Willie Gibson from WTG Sports. Fellas, how are you this Sunday evening? All is well. How about you, gentlemen? Definitely good. Definitely good. I I hope y'all saw the news and discussion that's been going around H-Town. We're going to talk about it right now. My colleague, connected colleague, Mark Stein, NBA beat writer, in his daily dime, daily dime of his Stein newsletter. Today, a few hours ago, one of his tidbits, one of his uh, 10 items of info for the readers, referenced the possibility of the Rockets entertaining considering, thinking, contemplating, signing Kyrie Irving if they don't get James Harden. What say you, Willie Gibson? With all due respect, and and my Mark Jackson voice, I love Mark Stein. Mark Stein, I'm I'm not poo-pooing his stories. I'm not, but that just doesn't make sense. James Harden doesn't make sense. Kyrie Irving makes less sense than that. So... No, I mean, Kyrie is trying to drive the price up to get to L.A. So he's throwing whatever it takes he thinks it's going to take for him to get Rob Palika to do whatever it takes to get him to L.A. So Houston, why, why would he go to Houston? Again, why would James Harden go to Houston? Let alone, why would Kyrie – well, again, Houston is up and coming. They're coming. They're a, a, a work in progress. But these are established all-stars. In Kyrie's case, a world champion in the past – what would it benefit him going to Houston? Money. No, what money? And Chris, 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 Chris. Andy, Chris. go ahead and give your thoughts on it. I absolutely agree with Will. The, rea- the reality of the situation is that I don't know where that report came from, who told him that, what kind of speculation it he was. Said, but He said it, league sources. League sources and, told and him and that. League sources could very well be agents. They could very well be sure. who knows who it is, but I will say this. It it like Will said, it makes no sense. Kyrie Irving's not gonna be a Houston Rocket. I can I can go ahead and guarantee that All he right. will not be a Houston Rocket come right. fall twenty twenty three. Guaranteed. Chris, I know it's not that you know going down on a limb. All right. Keep going. You how strong is the guarantee? Well, want you, it again? You, you want you, it again? I did. Yep. Hit it again. Give it for me. Guaranteed. All right. It's really not and, and, and. It makes no right. And here's why it makes no sense. Like Will said, what's the tie? What's the connection? You think Kyrie Irving is going to choose the Rockets over the Los Angeles Lakers over the Dallas Mavericks? It's not going to happen. There's no chance. There's a better chance for me to be on the Rockets roster than Kyrie Irving, and I have zero chance. 
it's not gonna happen. Right. Okay. Y'all are talking logically, of course. No question. But was it logic involved with James Harden seeking a max for this coming season for his next contract? A multi-year deal at max money? Is that logical? But I, I thought it was a slam dunk for him going to Houston. Now it's the contingency plan. So what happened to James Harden? What happened? Well, well James Harden is, I mean, we could say James Harden is, is, a, is a drama dude himself as well. You know. Hey, so it's, it's three weeks before, what, three weeks before free agency. Free agency. Yes. Yeah, so... It's almost like the NFL draft. It's lion season. Oh, well, no, no question. Yeah, no question. So, no, no, mm, no. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to keep pushing the envelope here because I got y'all fired up speaking from your chest. I'm going to get Mr. Tran and comment on it some more also here <clears throat> on YouTube and Twitter. And, of course, Twitter, we are at Folks Talk Sports on Twitter for this show. Kyrie wants money. I it, oh, most likely the Lakers are not going to trade for Kyrie. None of that's that's not going to happen. The Mavericks don't want to have a second summer of losing a a guard, a key cog, offensive weapon, like they did with Mr. Brunson last summer. So they're going to throw a lot of money at Kyrie. But what if? I mean, we're talking about a dude who walks to his own orchestra. Mm-hmm. Okay, not just a, his own drummer, his own orchestra. What if his people say, we want guaranteed Dallas? I don't know if they can do it four or five years. Mavs own his rights. So if it's five years, what if he said, we want five years guaranteed max money? And Mark Cuban it says, and Nico say, hell no, we're not giving you five years guaranteed. Hell no. And then Kyrie's people say, all right, we out. And they hear James Harden staying in Philly. Tillman loves shiny things, superstars, selling tickets, spending money, Andy, sometimes foolishly, as Cougar people can attest. And Tillman says, oh, lost James. I'm not losing Kyrie. How much does he want? Four years, 200. Here it is. And even though Coach Udoka, Rafael Stone, everybody else, Tillman, Tillman, don't do not do it, Tillman. No, don't. It's my team. This is my team. It's my money. I'm the owner, right? Right, right, right. I want Kyrie Irving. What if that happens? Kyrie's not going to see that scenario happening. Now, most definitely, I don't. I, I just there's not a, a scenario in my mind where I see Kyrie Irving settling to go to Houston. It, it's not happening. No chance. Is it, is it settling if it's four years, two hundred million dollars? They can't give me four years. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, whatever the max is, whatever it is, if they, yeah. can, if they give him that, whatever it is, they can give him. I think it's what. Quick math in my head. Four, it starts four at thirty one sixty, whatever it is. Yeah, four, yeah. Four, whatever four it is, whatever the max so is. If the if the money's equal, you tell me he's going to Houston over LA. Lakers can't give him max money unless they yes, get rid they of Austin can. Reeves. They're not, they're not getting rid of Austin Reeves. They don't have to get rid of Austin Reeves. Austin is a restricted free agent. 
but they can't think well so he's going to free up a lot of cap room to, to bring in Kyrie Irving so I mean D'Lo's gone and yep other dudes are gone D'Lo's gone regardless well I, I think so there too yep yeah so I mean <laughs> yeah so if money's equal he's going to Houston over LA if money's equal he's going to Houston over I don't know whatever team you want to put Maybe in Miami Miami's going to have some spending money after yeah. in this offseason there's going to be much more more teams besides the Rockets that would be willing to give them a max, and Houston's not going to be at the top of the list. No. All right. Y'all no. say this. You know, we, Joe Mendez says it would be bad business for the Rockets. Well, Rockets fans said it last night on Let's Talk Houston Rockets because I'm trying, I'm trying to prepare Rocket fans. For Tillman, ignoring his people, ignoring Rafael, ignoring Coach Udoka, and giving James Harden max money. Okay? I'm trying to prepare them for that possibility. Because he wants to sell tickets. He wants to win. He wants to win now. That'd be bad business. Andy, you said it from your chest on the last show or two shows ago, whatever, about Tillman spending money for Dana Hogerson. <laughs> different sport, different organization. But if Tillman says, I want James Harden, I'm trusting my gut. I want James. James wants the max. I'm going to give James a max. Then what? <laughs> and he's not worth the max. We all see it. We saw in the playoffs, the older he gets, the less like he can do it. But this is Tillman Fertitta. You want to say, I did not become a billionaire by listening to everybody. Sometimes you got to trust your gut. He said that. He's written book articles about that, trusting your gut. If his gut says this, then what? Rocket fans, Joe, Mr. Trans Wise, what, what, what say y'all? The only thing worse than than I don't even think it's worse. It's just about a fit. I don't possibly see how Kyrie Irving with the Rockets would work even <laughs> a month into the season, two months, three months into the season. Which is, I have no, I I just can't wrap my head around it. It, it. There's no way that that can coexist in my mind. But the only thing worse than that would be giving James Harden a max contract extension, which. I know you 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 brought up the Hogerson uh, situation that happened a few years ago. It, it's not apples to oranges. It's very it's very different. And I don't think if the if he's in a room, I'll be if he's the only one in the room saying that we'll, we'll give James Harden the max. I don't think it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. You're setting up your franchise for for failure. And I think Tillman Fertitta knows that. I don't think he would do that. And if no one else is giving James Harden the max, why would you give him a max? It makes no sense. Willie. Yeah, I, I, again, it's, it's what Andy said. It doesn't. It doesn't I, the James Harden piece, I, I can see making more sense to Kyrie, but even that doesn't make sense. So, who, who was the point guard last year for the the Rockets? Porter, right? KPJ, yes, Scoop. Right, right. So, you sign him, and I know it's largely incentive based. I know it's a lot year by year, essentially. So he's making. What, 25? Oh, 20, no. No, no, no. After this year, everything else is not guaranteed. So, yeah. It's right. Like, That's what I mean. So it's, like year year basis, it's like 15. It's like 15. Yeah. Okay, so it's 15. 
Okay. So, yes, you saw I'm a Udoka as your head coach. Yes, you have $60 million in, in cap space. So, just because you have it doesn't mean you need to spend it. And if you want to spend it, they got to spend 45 it? of it. You got to spend 45 of it, but spend 45, on, 40, 45 of it on pieces that are going to mesh. Kyrie is not coming. If Kyrie comes there, it's strictly for the bag. And do you want that? Is that what you want around? Oh, heck Jalen no. Green and oh. Christopher and Jabari Smith and Singun. Is that what you want? Not at all. Right. So, but Tillman loves shiny things. Tillman loves to sell tickets. And again, I think if it's all things being equal, somebody else is giving equal money that that Houston would be able to offer. He's not going to Houston. He's not. He's not. He'll he'll stay in Dallas for the supermax. Before he goes to Houston for less than yeah, that part. I, I think that's where he's going to stay. I think he's going to stay in Dallas. Yeah, so. Uh, but no. this has been reported not just Jake Fisher, others. Part of the coaching interview process, they asked the candidates about James Harden. So mm-hmm. that's an indication right there, right? That if Coach Udoko was asked that in the interview process, some Rocket fans are saying, well, Coach Udoko doesn't want James. Could work with James. Well, if he was asked about it in the interview process, he's okay with it. <laughs> it was discussed about the possibility of him coaching James Harden. So, I, I mean, I, hey, James at a max, no. At this, a mistake. Four year deal, no. If they want to sign James two years, okay, I'm okay with that. But beyond that, no. Just hang up the phone. <laughs> so, hold up. I, I'm, about to, I'm about to take the conversation somewhere way different. So, you said. It was discussed in the interview process about coaching James Harden, right? Yeah. So the Rockets were discussing Supposedly. players. Yeah. So allegedly, the, the allegedly. Rockets yes. were discussing players on another roster. Tampering? Well, are you are you? Oh, suggesting tampering? I say, you said that I didn't say that. <laughs> I just said they were discussing players on another roster. Hey, you know. Oh well. Hey, I've I've heard different things. I mean, because the initial scuttlebutt about James return to. The Rockets was in December. Who was it? Wodes was the first person to bring it up. And I've heard that way back then, Daryl Moore was like, oh, hold up now. Yeah. James is a Philadelphia 76er. What, what, uh, what, what, what is this? And Daryl's like, oh, no, 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 no. Best believe I'm going to file a tampering case if this happens with them because. It was, it was right around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It was big news. It was right before Christmas, their Christmas day. Game. Right, right around New Year's, it was quiet. <laughs> it, it was hush hush. Mm-hmm. As the playoffs, you know, started and progressed, you started hearing more and more about it. Well, all signs point to James and the Rockets again, and and it's down to uh, Philly and Houston. As James now, James is torn between Philly and Houston. But yeah, way back in December, because it was hot for a minute, and then it got cool real quick. Mm-hmm. So who's to say? You know, Daryl Moore did not leave the Rockets. They can say all they want to, but it, it wasn't all peaches and cream <laughs> between Daryl and the current regime. So who's to say Daryl won't? Oh, all right, James or Tillman, I'll go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna file. A, I'm gonna 
we go, I'm gonna file and see what happens when y'all do that. So we shall see. I don't know. It's fun to me. I don't. When I saw it, I read Stein's tidbit. I was like, "What the hell? <laughs> what seriously, Mark?" I was like, "Huh? Are you serious? This can't be. This is uh, no. You know, I, that's worse to me. More worse than um, the LeBron being traded to the to the Mavs. No, <laughs> no. I mean, Lakers. If I'm if I'm a Lakers, oh, you want LeBron? Okay, give us Luca. Dallas, That's no. not even a conversation. We're not, we're not even doing that. So I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. So it's fun. It's June. It's almost draft time. So it's more and more lion season. It's fun to talk about. H Town finest says leaking that news was was mutually beneficial for both Harden and the Rockets. If it wasn't for Philly, <laughs> so. But it's it's fun. It's interesting to discuss it. It's good. And Mark Stein is not one for clickbait. You know, it's not just like his thing. Uh, he hasn't been, I mean, he covered the Mavs for a lot of years. He's, I think, he still lives in the Dallas area. So he still has connections with the franchise. But it was just, <laughs> it was an eye opener. Hell, Chris Haynes, when Chris reported about the LeBron Kyrie trade to Dallas, Haynes, <laughs> come, you on, know Haynes. What that was. come on, Haynes. You know, Chris was in Cleveland. No, no, all right, come on. You know, <laughs> I mean, come on. But hey, but see now we we get. I had a, a viewer last night, and this is similar. He was high on James. James, great, best point guard in the league right now. Rockets is Rockets to sign him, and and I said, okay, all right. What's the contract you saying you want to give James? And his reply was one year. And I was like, okay, you know James ain't going to sign for no one year coming to the Rockets. So I knew he had jokes. He was being funny. So, But it's it's out there. Time will tell. I'm kind of curious to see what James does because we've made the point. Yes, H-Town is home for him. Family's here. I think Jonathan Fagan wrote about a part of it today in the Chronicle. James comes here. Like Rockets not winning a championship anytime soon. That mean let's be real. That's not happening. Nope. So James, if you, if you get that bag to come here, have you given up on winning the ring? You know, what look with that? You know, how that look for you and your people? So, do you love H Town that much? Do you want to take the money and give up on any times any chance of getting the ring? Do y'all agree with that? Is it that look if he does it that way? Exactly what it looks like. All I right. Agree 100%. 100%. I, I got this for y'all. I got bazookaed. I got bazookaed last night, Saturday night. Will, mm-hmm. it was as if my, my viewers gave me the gas face. Or <laughs> gave MC me search. the gas face. <laughs> MC search. So much so, <laughs> they said, Chris, you need to do this. Repeatedly, they say do this, and it was merely my suggestion about what if or should the Rockets sign Dylan Brooks? Hmm, that makes better sense to Kyrie. Will Andy, what, what say you? Yeah, that makes way more sense to Kyrie or Harden for that matter. <clears throat> yes, why do you say it? give give more? Come on, Will. 
Hey, back a, me up. Come on. A, a defensive three. Somebody that's going to play defense. A toughness that's going to bring something to that locker room. It might be, I want to say nice things. Um, a little rough around the edges. We're being but, uh, very, very uh, loose with that three, uh, with the three point. I know, I tried maybe. it. I tried it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, three point shot see, it, yeah, has gone down. But go ahead, Andy. Dylan Brooks, for me, he, he much, again, I don't see the fit with Houston. He's much more for him to go to a team that's on the cusp of a contending team where he doesn't. I got that. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I I tend to agree. Like, look at it in Raphael Stones and, in this case, Tillman Fertitta's shoes. Do you really want to have Dylan Brooks around that locker room, especially coming off the the playoffs and the way that all all that unfolded, all the extra noise? And and really, I mean, it's an example now. You could obviously – Whenever you're talking through the free agency process, he can be talked about, hey, you were, we'll do this, but you can't go around poking bears <laughs> like he did in Memphis. Well, see, but, one of the points, and I'll get you guys' thoughts on it. What if Dylan Brooks did all that, said all that, because of the Memphis Grizzly culture? And if he comes to the Rockets with Coach Udoka, it's Coach Udoka's culture. He's laying the laying law down and talking to him in the meetings and saying, Hey, young fella, you don't have many more opportunities. Okay. You and all this fake toughness, whatever you and your brand and stuff you're trying to do, rather than be a basketball player. You come here. I expect you to focus on basketball, playing defense, being a good teammate. If you can't do that, then take your ass somewhere else. So, how about that? See, that's a great point. And I wanted to – I have a perfect sound effect for this segment that I was thinking about it all day, and I was going to clip it and even upload it. I just didn't do it. It would work perfectly. So I'm going to see if I can get it within the next few minutes. But, the, no, that's a great point. If Maybe it is the Memphis culture. Maybe it was just the, the environment that was created among the Grizzlies organization. Still, I that – it would have a lot more credence to it if it's year two, year three under Udoka. It's very well, I mean, if, if you're in the Rockets front office and you believe that much in Ime, go for it. But it, it's a little bit murky because it is in transition year. And heck, what if it's not the Grizzlies culture and what if that's just who Brooks is? Then oh, you're... Clearly. And I, the Rockets, no team, in my opinion, should give Dylan Brooks. I mean, I'm I'm like, oops, Ace Town's finest in this sense. It'd be a two year deal, second year team option, because he doesn't have a lot of leverage. Will I mean Memphis cut him? I mean they said be gone, young fella, be gone. Essentially, yeah. Okay, so he's got to prove it. Yeah. He's got to prove it that he's learned his lesson, that he gets it, that. It's time for him to be a basketball player and not a brand. Right. And he needs to look, him, look in the mirror and say, yo, do I want to be a ball player, make a great living, or be out of the league with the quickness if I keep doing dumb stuff? Right. If, right. He, doesn't, if he doesn't get it, move on. <laughs> you know, it's, it's up to him to decide. I said it last night. I'll say it again. 
I have no problem with Detroit signing him, taking a chance on him. Mm. With what they're trying to do, because, well, if, and it's a huge if, I get it. It's a huge if. But if he gets it and becomes and returns to being a basketball player and not a, a bear poker mm. and not a brand person, somebody got a hard-nosed defensive guy who's willing to be physical, take on those challenges. Yeah, he got to resume being a good three-point shooter. Right. That's part of his improvement. But if he does that, somebody got to steal. You know, it's, it's one of those buy low, you know, sell high kind of dudes. Hey, yeah. because when he's right, he ain't been right for like two years now, but when he's right, defense, he gets after it. He guards the other team's best play. He likes it. He likes that challenge. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You know, he got to go to the right locker room. He has to be willing to listen. That's, it. That's the thing. You said the right locker room. Who in that locker room besides Coach Udoka is going to be able to deal with that? That's Devin the, Green? Well, see, that's the thing. That Rockets don't have, I mean, if they bring in a, another vet, somebody he respects, or somebody Ball on the staff. Someone on the staff that he respects. You know, it's got to be a two-way street because, I mean, first things first, he got to want to do it wherever he goes. He's got to, and, you know, he ran from the media after LeBron just tore him one, tore him a new one. He didn't want to, you know, own it up to it. So it's on him. He's got to do some soul searching. But if, if, and it's a massive if, I get it. It's a huge risk on his part. Not as big a risk on whatever team signs him, because if it's a two-year deal, it's a team option in the second year. Yo, man, you be gone. <laughs> you know, it don't work out. Bye. After one year, after four months, bye. <laughs> you know, because if it's a young team, they're still not at that playoff championship level because they could take the hit for six, seven months and move on. True. So I. I'm okay with it. Hey, if the Rockets sign Dylan Brooks. It's a parade inside my city. Yeah. It's a parade it's inside my city. Yeah. Houston City. Wow. <laughs> Went through that, dude. With all due respect and all real seriousness, when it comes to Dylan Brooks, I, I don't know about the fit. I don't know. Again, Houston, like your argument, Chris, it's valid. But – I think it's it's much more something that you do after your after year one after there's already an established culture under Udoka. So it's a team that perfect fit for me for Brooks would be a team like the Miami Heat where you can just go in there, kind of lay low and buy into a culture that is established there and there is a presence of multiple veterans and a, a clear cut leader. Well, you know that's fair because another option that was tossed out was Grant Williams instead of Dylan Brooks. Grant has the toughness. He's a bit more sane, but Grant Williams poked Jimmy Buckets. And Jimmy Buckets gave him the business, right? Yeah, that was that Williams. <laughs> you know, it's way it's he's way less. He's like Dylan Brooks light. Yeah. But Grant likes to talk a lot of junk too. And sometimes his game is not good enough to back it up either. <laughs> you know. So but what are your thoughts about, about Grant Williams as a Rocket, Willie Gibson? 
Well, he's been mentioned in Cleveland as well. So, I mean, he's he's more of the three and defensive defender with an actual three pointer than Dylan Brooks. Um, yeah, I mean that he and he has the history with Edoka. So, that's one of the things that uh, a huge, huge determinant factor as well. I know the the thing was earlier on Jalen Brown. What, you know, was that going to matter with him making all the NBA? He's not leaving a hundred million dollars on the table. He's not period. He's not, no, that's not that's not going to happen. No. So, Grant Williams has the history of Doka, restricted free agent. Houston, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Boston has the right to match the deal, but if Houston, with their sixty million dollars in cap space, has you know the creativity to, to structure the deal where it's less attractive for Boston to match it, makes makes sense. That makes sense, not Kyrie. Grant Williams makes sense. You know, and Boston, go ahead, Andy, what are you going to say? Two things. First, on uh, Grant Williams, I think he would be much more, again, like Will said, because he has that uh, year under Udoka, I think he'd be a much better piece to, to be able to fit in and, and try to establish that new culture because, again, he, he was under Udoka for that year. He knows what kind of the vision is being able to play under a coach well to play under coach Udoka it's much different than Brooks and and I think that that fit it's much more concise it's much more clear than I say of Brooks and I also wanted to bring up H-Town's finest comment believe it or not I didn't read your comment until I saw it right now but I guess we we're same line of thinking same line of thinking uh I go to got two questions we'll get to them we're gonna talk about the finals as well mm. Should the Rockets offer? They can offer. Lakers yeah. gonna match. <laughs> yeah, it's restricted. So Lakers, yeah. Lakers gonna match. You know, yeah. Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura will be Lakers. Yep. I mean, even with if Austin the Reeves and the Arenas, well, they got they they're restricted, so they can match an offer. Yep. Even with Austin and the Gilbert Arenas rule, and if somebody gives. Like the Rockets, for example, offers Austin in year three and four, 25 million each season. Those last two years where the first two are, or even more, whatever it is, where his contract averages out, first two years will be the league minimum, like league average, excuse me, league average of 11, 12 million dollars per. But the last two years could be 35 million each, where his contract total will be like four years. 95 100 million dollars whatever it is so the average contract is 25 million per lakers can still match that they cannot offer it but they can match it so a team if a team does that i mean they're just tying up their own cap room (laughs) you know and Rui's a little different but they're gonna match they like that they like those two guys part of their young core going forward and i do too so i mean that was a good move two good moves by rob plinker to get those young men and this one, <laughs> that's your guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. Cam uh, Whitmore was in town working out at UH at the Guy V. Lewis Development Center as part of arrangement by his his agent and sports agency. I forget who they are, but the same folks who represent Jarris Walker. So there's a connection there. And 
I think Cam, I, you know, I took some heat from this last night too. I think Cam Whitmore would be a good fit for the Rockets at four. The Piston fan in me hopes the Rockets don't select Cam Whitmore and he's available to Detroit at five. But the objective media person in me thinks Cam Whitmore would be a good Rocket at four. Yes. Your thoughts on Cam Whitmore as a Rocket at four? Either one of you. I agree, I agree Chris, in terms of fit. Let's oh, see. sorry, I kind of lagged out there for a second. I said I agree with fit, especially if Scoot Henderson is off the board by the time the Rockets are up to pick. I mean, yeah, it looks like he's with Bill Duffy, BDA. Okay. Or BD, no, BDA just sold to. I want to say it's WM, something like that. Is he yeah. with WME now? Yeah, see, it's. No, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, all that. But Bill Duffy is yeah. the agent. Um, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, six, seven, two, thirty-five can shoot. Can that, can, yeah, that, that, that would be the player at four, uh, for Houston. You put doesn't, him alongside. Doesn't so. pass. <laughs> well, <laughs> didn't pass. Okay. Yeah. And the question has to be decided by the team that selects him. Is his one assist per game last year at Nova because he had strictly tunnel vision? He refused to pass. His teammates weren't good enough <laughs> to make shots when he did pass. Or he just like, I'm going to get mine <laughs> and forget it. Yes. So if that can be addressed, the skill set is there. Yes, I do like Cam's potential. NBA, especially front court, scoring over Amin Thompson. Yes. But it's two different guys, two different positions. I think Amin Thompson is more of a distributor, more backcourt, where Cam is more front court. But man, oh man, I mean, so, and I think I said it here, I don't know if it's on this show, I know I mentioned on, on a Rocket show, that there are some folks, ESPN, Jonathan Gavoni, suggested that Osser Thompson, not Amin Thompson, is a better fit for the Rockets at four. So, you know, because of what Osser can bring to the team and a, be a better fit, assuming if the Rockets go get James Harden, because you get James Harden for your lead guard, you don't need Amin Thompson at four. What's he going to do? Because Amin Thompson is, a you know, <laughs> his role in the NBA will be as a lead guard, point guard, a distributor. Well, you got mm -hmm. James Harden here for two, three, four years. Do you want to waste that young man's time here sit on the bench? No. I'm going to say no. Um, so we'll see, but yes. But there's also discussion about the Rockets, Detroit, trying to trade up, down, whatever. So we're going to – I said it last night, I'm going to stick with it. 20th to the 22nd, I believe the Rockets are going to make some trades. Okay. So, I don't know what they are. You know, I'm not in, I'm not in the room. But draft day is the 22nd. Between the 20th and the 22nd, I believe the Rockets will make some trades. I think Detroit might as well. It might be draft night. Players not there they want. Let's move off, it, off whoever it is. Detroit, 
Rockets, whoever. <clears throat> All right. You know, there's some folks who are consistent with this. Don't trust OTE. The competition level wasn't very good. You know, going against dudes who you were already better than. And the twins, the twins are 20. And we're more 18. It'll be 19 in July. But still, he's younger than both of them. So that could factor in to some folks. He's uh, not us. I agree. It's, it's lion season, as Brother Gibson says. Jake Fish from Yahoo Sports wrote, it was Friday, that Doc and Scoot Henderson is he's going, he's he's dropping. And he, he won't go second. It'll be Brandon Miller at two. He won't go three. So if he's available at four, Rocket, Rocket fans get the guy who they want at four without having to move up. But is it valid that Scoot Henderson is dropping? Who knows? Because I'm like, no. I don't like that 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 uh, he's dropping because I think Brandon Miller was going two to Charlotte anyway. So who's dropping and who's I? Who who projects? Well, well, the, the folks who had Scoot as a going go to Charlotte at two. Those, exactly. That, you know, those that, folks, yeah. Yeah, he's not dropping. He's Brandon okay. Miller. All right, but but if he is falls past three, is that dropping then? Because he was considered him, Miller, and Wimby were the top three, considered the top three coming into this draft. Yeah, all right. So he's in so Portland has three. And Henderson's a point guard, right? Would you or Kinda, Combo yeah, guard. yeah. Com- he's he's a lead guard, yeah, yeah. He's a lead Scor- guard, a scoring guard, <laughs> scoring point guard. So Portland has three, and he's a scoring point guard. Do they have that in Portland? No, I don't think so. Will. No, I'm <laughs> they joking. <don't. laughs> so, I'm joking. so if he doesn't go three, he's dropping. That that that's what I mean. You know, it's like I think they have a lead scoring guard in Portland for now, for now, for now. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, it's a great point. But with Lamelo Ball in Charlotte, is there a need for the Hornets to draft Scoot? Who's who's the starting three in Charlotte? It ain't Brandon Miller, caliber. You know that's yeah. So but if I already have the, the one, yeah, he's what's, little, what's the young man who is suspended for 10 games to start the year? Miles Bridges. They're probably going to be there. In Charlotte? I don't think he'll be there. I think they've had enough. Well, we'll see. I think they might keep him, bring him back on, on a contract that is on their terms, <laughs> you know. But if they do that, he could play that three spot. Who knows? And ho, 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 ho. Miles Bridges is a clutch sports guy. I'll just leave that there. He may find his way somewhere else. I'm just saying. All right. And and here. Dame should leave Portland. Well, yeah. How, but how long have we been saying that, though? For years. Right. <laughs> so. and, let's, and let's say this. Because <laughs> I know he's on the podcast. And he said that in other teams that were were mentioned in the question to him 
where he liked to go. And he said Miami was one of the teams. He said Miami and Brooklyn. Miami and Brooklyn? That's, that's what yep. he said. Yeah, that was he did. Brooklyn. Yeah. Yep. Bam, Bam is his dog. Uh, I think he said Mikael Bridges is his, is his dog. In, in Bridges Portland is his dog, too. Yeah. Yep. But, and let's get, now we're going to shift gears and combine everything to the NBA Finals. Heat down 3 1 to the Nuggets. We think it's going to end Monday night in Denver. Nuggets get their first championship. Pat Riley loves to win championships. I mean, he's, what, he's been part of one fourth of the NBA Finals in his playing, coaching, and executive, executive career. Yeah, that's the goal. That's, that's, that's the goal yeah, stuff right there. That's, what would it take? If you're Portland, Dane says, I want to go to Miami. He said that in the podcast, but I still think he wants to win in Portland. Dane, let's let it go, bro. Let's let it go. But Pat Riley calls up Portland and says, okay, let's have a discussion. What will it take for you to trade Dane to me? Who do you want to return if you're the Blazers? Hold on. Can I say it before we get to that? Dame size contract extensions every minute in Portland. Isn't he making like $65 million? He will. I don't know when it kicks in, but eventually, yes. Yeah. So yeah. is that so easy to trade? Oh, heck no. That's why right. you got to ask for the moon. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't know that. I won't say he's untradeable, but that contract, that's pretty doggone near. That's very difficult to trade. The saying can't be done, but matching salaries and then the picks and then do they have this Miami? I mean, Miami, I mean, what we've been talking about is in the finals. Seven undrafted players. Right. Dave Vincent, Max Struess, Caleb Martin. Do they have the firepower to give Portland back comparable to them? They don't, to me. So, other than his dog, bam. Bam and Jimmy. That but but he doesn't want to go there without those guys, so I don't think they have what it takes. Andy. Agreed, agreed. It it's definitely a very, very interesting it, unless if you trade Bam, because you're not gonna get rid of Jimmy Butler, you're the Miami Heat. There's not there's not a good package. Obviously it would have to involve draft picks uh, and pick swaps, uh, especially ex- for the extended future, you know, five, four six years into the future with pick swaps and stuff of that nature. But ultimately it comes down to Damian Lillard because what's been shown time and time again, regardless of contract, if a star player wants out and they want to go to a specific place, which this is an interesting question too. Does Damian Lillard, Lillard, no, he does not. Just Brad Beal. Only one league. No trade clauses. Bradley Beal. So that's a, that's a different conversation from the Wizards, but uh, I guess it does open the door more. It could be, there could be a bidding war if you were to say, you know what, I'm done. I don't want to be in Portland anymore. But at the end of the day, it comes down to does Damian Lillard want to leave and what's his list of teams? Because even if he doesn't have a no-trade clause, you know, it's very unlikely that Portland would end up sending him to a team that he has no interest in playing in. You know, and the Blazers, they should take the call from, from Riles, you know, hypothetical. And then say, okay, we want Bam, Tyler Hero. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I don't know about that. I'm good with those two. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to match money at this point. You know, I oh, no. I mean, I mean, yeah, well, we can start right there. Well, first, Pat, we want bam. Uh, well, yeah. no, we're not happening. Okay, hang up then, Pat, because we're done. You know, because then that's where it would start for me if I'm mm-hmm. Portland. So if you don't want that, don't waste my time with the call. Because, yeah, you get three first round. No, no, no. <clears throat> I want bam out of bio. Well, no, we want him. As part of the big three here in Miami, well, then you don't want Dame, man. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so that's where it is. But <clears throat> the Nuggets, the two wins they got in Miami, well, you mentioned it. <clears throat> Excuse me about the undrafted guys, the development guys, the finals or games three and four because the series is not over, but games three and four showed. The limitations of those guys. Okay, it took to, to get to the finals because Boston messed around and played like trash, played dumb, poor basketball, or whatever. Giannis was banged up. The Bucks played just baffling basketball too. But, and I'm not hating on Miami. It's not their fault that their opponents did not do their part, did not play up to their capabilities. Miami said, thank you. We're going to keep winning until you beat us. In games three and four of the finals, the Nuggets said, we're better than you. We're going to prove it and show you that you need talent as well as grit, grind, toughness. Miami, salute them. You know, Gabe, Caleb, all these dudes are tough, hard-nosed players. Those are the kind of guys that if I was 6'5", who I'd probably be. You know, I'm not a great athlete. I get things done just by busting my butt, working harder than everybody else. But if you run into a team that has guys who can do that and who are more talented than you, I'm going to lose more times than I'm going to win. So with that mindset, what does Pat Riley do? Max Struess. Could it be a rocket, Andy? Oh, is he a free agent? Yep. He could. Does he fit? He can shoot and he could play defense and he could fill him in. Will? Can Max Drews be a rocket? Sure. Why not? Uh, Matt Gabe Benson can be a Laker. Will got all these guys going to Lakers. Me got like a 20, 20 man roster <laughs> for the Lakers, Will. I don't know, right? A rock with the kid from Akron. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Uh, let's see here. Gabe Vincent for sure. But yeah, well, I mean, what do you, Gabe Vincent, is he an upgrade for the Rockets? Help me. Oh, go ahead, No, I was just going to say, as opposed to the reserves that they had throughout the course of the season, I think he's shown, from what he has shown in the postseason, definitely, yes. Yeah, Max is an unrestricted free agent. He and Gabe are unrestricted. Just like the OG, old man, Giannis Haslam. Who well, I hope he finally retires. This OG. Dun, 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 Go to dun. the front office, man. Go to the front office, man. Go ahead. Move to the front office. Come on. <clears throat> uh, let's see. About Gabe Vincent, with, with, with KPJ and Jalen Green, why... 
why are the point guard free agent talk with the Rockets? Because I, 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 I don't – you have a young upcoming team, but we've talked about James Harden. We've talked about Kyrie Irving. Now we're talking Gabe Vincent. I, I don't know help me. Help. KP, KPJ is, is not his, his – point guard is not his best position. Sure. That's why. So if the Rockets can upgrade the point guard spot and move him off the ball – be more of catch and shooter. That's the thought process behind it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Boston, Dame for Boston, similar to Boston. <clears throat> if I'm Portland, I want Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, no, you can't have him. Okay, then hang up. Oops. That's what Portland should do. Okay, I don't know if they will, but, you know, Dame. His extension kicks in, I think, in 25, I think, not this coming season, where he makes $60 million per for two two more years. Bless him, boy. Bless him and his agent. Good on him. Bless him. <laughs> Bless him. Man. But, okay. Anybody on here watching, Twitter, YouTube, believe that Miami will win game five to force – a game back in Miami on Thursday for game six. Nope. Andy? I don't believe it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Alan, well, you know, Tran said, yes, he had Miami winning the series, I think in seven. So he's kind of shaky right now. <clears throat> Jay, the informant says, yes. All right. We'll see about that. I think you're wrong, but I'm glad you're putting it out there. Thank you for chiming in the comment. Appreciate it. We shall see. And I'm not saying, see, he, he's reminding us that he said he didn't seven. Yep. Salute there. Okay. These final few moments, I'm going to poke fun at the whole saga surrounding the Pac-12. What in the hell? You got presidents now coming out. We haven't seen the numbers yet. We got writers saying who cover the Pac-12. The grant, they, they verbally agreed to a grant of rights. Right there. I just said two things. They verbally agreed to a grant of rights, yet they have not seen the hard numbers. So have they agreed to the... So what have, what have they agreed to? Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, <laughs> come on. Seriously, things like this make me question the, the writers' accuracy. Because, I mean, in sports sometimes, you know, common sense is not always common. But honestly, what if you're Oregon, especially the two remaining cash cows for football, in the Pac-12 are Oregon and Washington. Why would they agree to a grant of rights tying them to the Pac-12 for hell, anything beyond a year, honestly, but two, three, four, five years? First, just because of that, why would they do that if they still hold out hope of getting to the Big Ten at some point? But two, agree to it if they have not seen any numbers. 
They wouldn't. They wouldn't. I'll, let me say this about Oregon and Washington going to the Big Ten. Um, I still hold my stance that Big Ten is not going to go beyond the 16 that they have. If they were, if they were to expand beyond the 16, it wouldn't be Oregon and Washington. It would be Stanford and Kyle. Because? Uh, the AAU. I thought you were going to go east. <laughs> go to Florida. I thought you were going to go east and go no, to Florida. No, 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 no. Because Stanford and Kyle have been in the discussion for a while. They were in the discussion with UCLA and USC. Um, but th- at the time, they only wanted two. Right. And the, the discussion was if they were to go beyond two and bring four. Because now the discussion is a pod. Because you're looking at that football viewership, that 10-30 game, you only have two teams in, the, in on the West Coast. Right. So you're looking at bringing a, 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 a couple more teams to create a pod where you're not have because the numbers just came out. They just released the 24 to 25 schedules right. on Thursday mm-hmm. for the Big Ten. And the airline, the, the mileage that you have teams going east to west is wild. And so the thought process was, okay, if we bring in two other teams out west, that would cut the travel somewhat. But it, it wouldn't be the Oregon and Cal- or Oregon and Washington. It would be the Stanford and the um, Cal. Because now you're looking at the other sports. Yes, football is a starter stirs the drink, without question. But you look at Women's basketball, Stanford. You look at the the non revenue sports and though at those universities, those things matter. Bless in you this. for saying Stanford, considering them and saying mentioning women's basketball. Bless you, Willie Gibson. Bless you. Oh yeah, without question. I mean, it's not clearly it's not the men. Jared has, but okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it. That's what it is. That would be the draw. That would be the attraction. So that's just something you know to look out for. Yeah, Oregon and, and Washington are the sexy names. They are, but Phil Knight's money does spend absolutely. But I wouldn't sleep on Stanford and Kyle. If I still think they're staying at sixteen, however, let me let me let me say that. Sure, but but timetable wise, yeah, within five years, would you feel more confident that the Big Ten will expand again? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Yep. And Cameron Rink is Steph's Steph is Cameron Rink's godfather. Yes. Because Cameron Brink's mom was college college roommates with Mama Curry. <clears throat> Ooh, boy, boy, boy. That's a whole other story right there. But anyway, so yes. Mm-hmm. Um Andy, your thoughts on what Will said about Big Ten expanding to with Stanford and Cal, because I was thinking now with Miami going AAU, earning that, that at some point in the future, UM, the U, might be part of the Big Ten, ten years from now, whatever, or thirteen, whatever. Andy, what say you? In that scenario that that Willie just mentioned with Stanford and Cal, 
man, I, I wonder what in the world would Oregon and Washington do in that scenario? They're Phil Knight they, would would he would just cry. He but would, would they stay with the pack and whatever's left no. of that? Would in, they call Bray Yormark? In 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 that scenario, that would probably be the worst case scenario for Oregon if that happened. If the Big Ten invited Stanford and Cal instead of Oregon and Washington, yes. In that worst case scenario, because what other I mean, is Oregon gonna hold out for the SEC hope that they invite them? That's unlikely. So Brett Yarmark might. I mean, he's, clearly Brett Yarmark would love that. Oh, yeah. Because that would be the legitimate expansion to the four time zones of getting that Pacific time zone. Because Arizona, they, they don't really observe the they don't, time. That Arizona does not. So. so technically, when the clocks change, they do play the late start, but that's not really the it's not a specific time zone. They don't, they don't observe daylight saving time. So, but Colorado, I still think they're going to join the big 12. It's just when the PAC 12, supposedly what, what's it been? How many times have we heard it? Two weeks. It started since January, Chris. Two weeks, so it's been two more. Now it's two more weeks that we're going to hear the numbers for the Pac-12. But I'm curious, your thoughts on this. Why the animosity between the fans of the Big 12 and the fans of the Pac-12? I mean, these folks are taking shots at each other, and I'm like, why are you so upset at Pac-12 or the Big 12 or or whatever? What what have they done to (laughs) y'all? You know, kind of thing. Well, what, what do you say? It's that big brother, little brother syndrome, where they both think they're the big brother. Pac-12, you know, we're West Coast, where, you know, Big 12 is, you know, we've always had, you know, in Texas, we're Texas. And we're, and it's that big brother, little brother syndrome. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and now, granted, Francis is short for fanatic. Yes. I mean, we all know that. So to hear it's like we get after it. Okay. 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 But um it's it's that probably gonna get in trouble because I've said this before and I'm probably gonna get in trouble saying this. But it, it's always the 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 individuals that have the least amount of uh connection to the athletic program. I'm trying to say that nicely. Yeah. Um, yeah. That 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 get into the 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 they get the heart rates pumping the most, and it's like, come on. I mean, it's at the end of the day. It, it, let's let's keep it civil. Let's keep it civil. It's like it's great to root for your conference and hey, my team, this team, my team. But like you said, Chris, some of the stuff we see, it's like, wow, wow. Not a not a yeah. I'll stop there. And and the latest thing was the report by College AD that said, reported that Brett Yormark and his delegation had visited Memphis to discuss 
to look at the campus, look at things about possibly down the line, inviting Memphis to join the Big 12. Heard he shut that down quick. Brett Yormark said, I've not been to Memphis. There's not been a delegation to Memphis. Ouch. So I wondered. What on campus? I wondered. I've I've seen uh, Andre Ward, retired boxer, SOG, Andre Ward. Bent, he signed with Rock Nation. There is a documentary of him on Showtime. In the documentary, Brett Yormark's brother, because they're twins, identical twins, both were at Rock Nation. And I, I can't think of his, his first name. But I saw, I, I heard his voice, you know, because I was not looking, but I heard his voice. And I was like, oh, that's Brett Yormark. Talking about Andre Ward joining Rock Nation. And I looked up, oh, no, that's Brett's brother. So I was like being cynical. <laughs> I wonder if Brett's brother was in Memphis just looking around. And they, <laughs> they got it confused and thought it was. But <laughs> it's a bad look, man, if, if it's legit. Cause you know it could be some some smoke there, and maybe it was somebody with the Big Twelve, but not part of the delegation, who was in Memphis just doing a little recon, so Brett Yomar could be telling the truth because it wasn't him, but it was somebody representing him. You know what if it's, that was the case? But Memphis fans were hyped. They were, oh boy, they were hyped for like twenty four hours. Oh nope, we're not going to Big Twelve. Oh damn, <laughs> so we can't give we can't give Houston grief, but y'all still can. I don't just won't be in the Big Twelve <laughs> right now because at some point they might, but they're not on on the list. I think Big 12's list still for invitation: Colorado, Arizona, Gonzaga, and UConn. We'll see how it all plays out if Colorado decides to stay in the Pac-12 if the numbers, whenever they come out, <laughs> if it's this week, two weeks, two more weeks, two more weeks, whenever it is. The end of the year. Colorado decides, oh, we're good. We're going to stay where we are. Well, break your mark. We'll move on. We'll go down his list. And we'll see who's next. And then at some point, UConn says, yeah, we're going to do it. I mean, then Last thing, Power Five programs, excuse me, Autonomy Five, Mr. Commissioner Michael Resco, Autonomy Five programs will receive the same rate pro rata deal from the Big 12 media partners. Non-Autonomy Five schools won't receive the same as the Big 12 members. Andy, you cover the Cougs. There had been a report last week, will you get your thoughts on it, that some, I think it was Barry Trammell from the Oklahoma, said that Brett Yomark was getting some resistance on the Zags and UConn to the Big 12 because it'd be splitting the pie. It wouldn't be equal shares for them, so why would you split the pie? Then the basketball coaches for the Big 12 said, oh, no, we want <laughs> – we're good with UConn and the Zags being in conference. Who's telling the truth? Will, Andy, who do you believe? The Andy at the first. Hmm. 
I'm trying to look at it from a coach's perspective, and I just adding UConn and Gonzaga seems like something that, from a fan perspective, you would love. From the coaches, I think you would. It depends on who the coach is, but do you really want to add more competition? I don't. If the coaches said it, I'm torn, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards the coaches were right. Well, I could I could see it from both ways. The basketball coaches would love it. Because it strengthens, it further strengthens Big Twelve men's basketball. The football coaches, hell, Gonzaga doesn't have a football team, so why, why, why are you bringing them in? UConn's football team is not good, but they were good. How long ago was it? I mean, they went to the the Orange Bowl, right? When like they were 12, in the Big East, years ago, maybe. So, but they were good. If they have money from the a new deal, you know, media rights deal from the Big 12 and invested in football, maybe they could get good again and be competitive. I mean, because for a long time, folks laughed at the Big 10 adding Rutgers. Rutgers football was garbage. I mean, just... Buzz? Well, it's... It, it's gotten less stinky. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if, if UConn football got less stinky, would that be good enough? I mean, because, you know, they're in the Northeast, that Northeast market. And that's the main reason why Rutgers was in the big, got invited to the Big Ten was the, the North Northeast market. Reason. Only reason. So Big 12 does the same thing for UConn. So I'm just, you know, because UConn would be invited as a full sports member, not just basketball. And I think I'm kind of surprised, but it sounds like the Zags would as well for all sports, too. You know, they don't have football, so that's kind of strange. But we'll see how it all plays out. I just want the Pac-12 stuff to be resolved soon. I care about basketball more than football. So whenever it's resolved, let me know how it impacts the basketball teams. Because, of course, the last thing the Pac-12 agreed to on equal revenue sharing. For football specifically, you know, you if you advance to the CFP, you get a larger share. But there's no unequal revenue sharing for basketball. Well, Andy, if you're Arizona men's hoops, what? Hold up. Men's basketball, we, now UCLA is leaving. We're the best team in the conference. Yep. So we're not going to get a, a larger share of our units if we advance to the Final Four. But the football team in Oregon or whatever hell receives larger share because they get that CFP. Oh, no. No, no. I'm not good with that. Yep. Andy, do you agree with that? mindset possibility from Arizona? Definitely. Definitely. If you're going to kind of be favorable to one university, even if it's at a different sport, you set the, you set the president, you set the standard and you're, you're certainly going to be feeling some type of way when it doesn't benefit you. So, you know, time will tell. I just want a resolution <laughs> one way or the other, because some of these folks on Twitter, I, some of the media folks I've lost respect for, because some of this, 
are y'all thinking when y'all write this stuff? <laughs> Come on, what are you gonna say, Will? I, I was gonna say, I, I, I'm never one, I'm not called for people's job guy. I'm not, I'm not, but I have a strong feeling that this pack 12 piece is gonna end with George Clyde Cough leaving. But will he leave with a deal? That's Done? the thing. That's the, the, the you know, however it happens. I don't know that at the end of this he'll be the commissioner of the Pac-12. I don't know. I don't know. But for as long as it's been taking, I, they may just get to the point like, you know what? I don't think you're ever going to get it done. Or they may wait for him to get it done because I don't know how far he's the road, down the road he is. and Is it counterproductive to bring somebody else in and start from square one? I don't know. But I just think the way this has been handled on all sides, I don't know that he survives this. And like I said, I'm not called for anybody's job guy, but this, I don't see this ending well for him. Well, he wasn't the guy that made the deal or looked looked the other way with the Comcast part of it, where they now owe sure. $70 million, not 50, yeah. $70 million. So yeah, they got to factor that yeah. into it. Larry Scott, <clears throat> is there, has it been a commission worse than Larry Scott? <laughs> I mean, man. Whew. Awful. But the Pac-12 presidents are to blame for keeping him as long as they did and look another way for the rent. I mean, just a whole bunch of things were horrible. Wrong decisions he made, and they just kept him in there and kept allowing him to burn the bridge behind him as he walked forward. <laughs> you know, so we'll see. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Andy, Mr. Tran, Jamon, Jay, what's Jay? The informant, the informant. Thank you. Folks watching us on Twitter at Folks Talk Sports and, of course, on YouTube. Will Andy get you a mug, a Houston Rombard Review mug? Get that mug. Got mine. I think we're going to have an order from New Zealand. Going to get a mug. So thank you for that. Global. Will, Andy Global. Andy, how can folks find you on social media? Yes, sir. They can follow me on Twitter today on his underscore five. Nuggets and five. They close it out tomorrow night in Denver. Altitude. Congratulations to the Nuggets. I already called him. Well, are you guaranteeing it, Andy? He froze up oh. on me. Uh-oh. All right, Will. Uh, give me one second. How about you? How can folks find you? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter as well as Instagram at Will Gibson Seven, um, and I'm not guaranteeing it, but I have a strong feeling that Denver does close it out in Game Five on Monday night. Well, I said, let's see. I said I Denver in five at the beginning. Right, too. you did. You did. Yep. My mentor, I was a guest on his show. I said Nuggets in five. I was invited on another mentor's, made a TV appearance Wednesday morning. We were chopping it up. I said Nuggets in five. And that was when it was 1-1. So I'm guaranteeing it. Guaranteed. Yep. Nuggets will get it done. I know it's the hardest 
the closeout game is the hardest. All I, I understand that. That's the cliche. That's what Miami is leaning on. What else are going to say? <laughs> you know, the better team, the Nuggets, we said it last week. If the Nuggets play their A game, he plays their A game, the Nuggets will still win. I think about how close Denver was to sweeping them. Honestly, if it wasn't for the beginning, those four, three minutes of that fourth quarter you know, in game and, two. And they played like they played their C game in game two yeah. and still had a chance to win. Well, send it overtime yeah. with a great comeback. You're right. If right. they they play their B plus game and above, they win tomorrow. We win tonight and cut down the nets. So, yep, I'm guaranteeing it. Thank you, Yo, everybody. I am Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar Review. Twitter, ZHR Review. Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, Houston Round Ball Review. This has been fun discussing the Kyrie rumors, laughing at the Kyrie rumors, James Harden, have, all those things. Not even close. See you guys next Sunday. Denver. It's Thursday. <laughs> lunch break. Uh, should have a special guest, a first-time guest. Uh, tune in for the Houston Round Barbecue takeover of the lunch break. Thursday, 12 to 1 Central, 1 to 2 Eastern. Andy's got a job. He can't make it. So salute to him and the new gig. Everybody. Thank you as always. See you next Sunday or see you this Thursday or this Saturday talking Rockets. All on the Houston Round Bar Review. And of course, remember, since 1994, the Houston Round Bar Review, local name, global perspective. Take care. Peace.